0: And the final segment of the night, number five, Advantages of Ranch Animals for Season 4, Episode 7, Self-Sustaining Res Lice. Ah, res Life. I said Res Lice. Anyways, um, so number five, Advantages of Res Animals. Uh, this segment is about how the many different animals that sustain life on a ranch require food, uh, care, and respect in order to perform their jobs and to help the land work towards the animal or the human's advantage. Sorry. So what am I saying by all that is that if we treat our animals, right, you know, they will definitely do what they need to do because on the res, uh, ranch animals, you know, res dogs, everybody, you know, breed, they breed and nobody wants to, a lot of the, Older generations, they don't believe in circum—not circumcision, <laughs> circumcision. They don't believe in um, like tying the tubes or destroying the sexual organs of the animals, like you know, doing the tube tied thing and neutering and spaying the cats and the dogs and all that. They don't really believe in that. But at the same time, it's like when these um, baby rams are born, you know, automatically they're taking out the testicles and. The same with uh, baby calves that are like bulls and stuff. Anyways, so the animals, um, once you treat them with respect, you know, they they definitely really help out. Now, dogs, let's go start off with dogs. Dogs are definitely going to help you out because they're just loyal, you know, and COVID, that crazy nutbag, he went down to the other house with my brother, but when he's around, you know, he'll follow me to the outhouse. He'll follow me to the hogan. He'll follow me down to the corral. He'll follow me across the road. And I'm like, why are you following me for? You know, and I, am like, you know, sometimes I forget, you know, that dogs are like very loyal. And for me out here in Clagato, not having much help with the veterans or the veteran organization or the community members, I'm so used to being alone that when I look back and there's there's uh COVID and his mom Domino and Corona and Moderna, they're following me. I'm like, oh, okay. It's kind of a weird feeling to have something follow me, you know? And it's, it's, um, it's the animal loyalty that kind of trips me out. I'm like, man, you guys really are loyal. And, you know, obviously they, they let you know if there's skinwalkers around and they go chase him. And if there's wild animals, you know, so they're they're the alarm and they're also the the defense system, so i I think pretty much everybody knows that and the cats, you know sometimes as much of an asshole as they are, you know they're actually out there catching rodents that that do have negative um or that might have that antivirus bacteria, so hopefully the cats don't really eat the mice that much, and if they do, hopefully it's okay that they can survive. And then you know you got your livestock, you got your sheep and goats, which help out the land they fertilize by pooping on the ground and then they're also you know eating a lot of the weeds where there's bugs in them, and then there's you know then jumping onto the the plant life, and like I said, you know there's like let's say centipedes and scorpions and black widows you know the deadly little boogers there they're living in the weeds and then when they have a notion or they they use their little smell receptors and they'll make their way into your home and find a hole to crawl through and they're like oh i like that smell what is that smell you know that's food i want that too you know and then you know like also um the plants, they could also hide the, like the black ants, you know, they're going to be coming into your house and crawling up your cabinet and your refrigerator and all that. And then once they smell that food that you got there, they're going to be taking it apart and trying to take it back to their, their place. And then, so then also, there's also, like I said, the, man, I'm just stumbling all over my words here. The livestock with the horses and the cows, you know, they, they perform their duties and, you know, that's a lot of responsibility to have sheep, goats, cows, uh, horses, dogs, cats, chickens, chickens also help out, um, with the rodent situation with, uh, the, the bugs and the, the poisonous, uh, insects and stuff like that. The uh, snakes, you know, the chickens will definitely whoop some ass. So all that being put together is why, you know, the the animal life on the res, you know, we've kind of gotten I think we've kind of gotten to the point where we don't really respect them anymore. We're just like, oh they're they're there, you know. But I've been seeing a lot of dogs, I think everybody sees them, a lot of dead dogs on the side of the road. These poor animals, they're, you know, they're minding their own business and then pow, you know, they get hit and they're dead or their their neck snaps or whatever happens during the moment of impact, you know, they're dead. And so um, that's where it's really, it's really interesting to think of how these animals play such an important role in how we run our, our, our farms, our ranches And just kind of just looking at everything as far as um, having them, the advantages of having them. Now, there's also a negative because, you know, you obviously got to feed them. You got to make sure that that they get their rabies shots and, you know, whatever shots is required, you know, and their food. Um, And then once the breeding starts happening, if you're not careful and you don't properly, you know, give out the, the litter of puppies, kittens, rabbits, you know, or chickens, whatever you have that, you know, you won't be able to feed. It's going to be very terrible that, you know, you, you can't feed them. Then it's like, then why do you have them? You know, just go ahead and let it go because uh, a lot of these animals, they're a blessing to have. And especially when you have a rooster. And that rooster crowing and especially when it starts off as a baby chick and it starts to grow and then you can, you can start to hear it after, I don't know, four or five months, maybe six months. It's trying to crow and, you know, it's, it's he's trying to do his job. He's trying to let everybody know that he's, he's there and he's the rooster and he's the top dog. So you got to watch out for the dogs to also make sure that they're not chasing the chickens and trying to eat them and stuff. So all these advantages of having animals is pretty much just they do what they do. You know, they, they help clear out the bugs, the animals, I mean, not the animals, the bugs, the rodents, and the uh, vegetation that's unnecessary. You know, like goats, they'll pretty much eat anything. But as long as, you know, you don't let them bite something that's, you know, got stickers in them or thorns, I think they'll be all right but at the same time, um, when, uh, going back to what I was saying about chickens, um, for us out here, they help out and they kill the, um, tarantulas and the snakes. And I, I I did talk about this. I think it was for season three. Um, I did mention that one time my brother says, look, you know, there's a chicken that's caught a snake. And I was like, no way, man. So I looked out the window, and sure enough, there was a, a hen, a brown hen that we used to have. She had a snake in her mouth. I was like, oh, shit. So I told my brother, was, let's go check it out, you know, and just stand at a, at a distance. But when we went out, I think the snake might have already been dead, but um, that hen, she was looking around. I'm like, you really going to eat that whole thing all yourself, you fat little pig? And then she saw her other Chicken bros coming. The other hens, they were coming. They're like, "What do you got? What do you got?" Man, she took off, hauling ass, man, towards the barn. And uh, the other chickens, I think they followed her, but in the end, um, I think they did eat the whole snake. <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa, man, that was trippy." And then they, there was also another hen where she, uh, she caught a mouse. And she was running with a, a, a mouse in her hand, I mean her hand, <laughs> a mouse in her mouth, in her beak, and the mouse's tail was still wiggling, so we knew it was alive, but uh, I think she went behind the chicken coop, and then me and my brother walked over there just to see what was up, and, and that, that chicken was really tearing into that dead mouse, you know, it was just like pecking the, the hell out of it, and just kind of like putting his chicken feet on the uh, mouse's head and just kind of ripping the uh, stomach out of the, the, you know, the organs and stuff like that. So it was, uh, it was pretty neat. You know, it's, it's very gruesome, but it was also very neat to see because, you know, when I look at the chickens, um, I don't really see the advantages of them until they actually come in because, I was at the corral. My mom told me to uh, move the fence around. And I didn't want to, like like usual. I was just all lazy. I didn't want to do it. But once I started removing those posts, man, there was some huge, huge um, worms that were um, like earthworms that were in the ground. And the big fat white ones with the larva. And man, those chickens were going crazy over that. Man, once one found out i don't know how the other ones found out but they all came running towards towards me and i was looking at them like you know i was like well if you want the earthworms and the other larva and stuff like that have at it i was like so i took it that was a perfect example perfect example that was a perfect excuse to take a break and then when i looked at the uh, chickens man they were just really tearing into the ground they were digging they were using their feathers and another one would find like a earthworm or another one, white larva worm and, uh, centipedes, you know, they were over there there, man, they were just, I think they're just getting all fat, just eating all that. So that was pretty neat to see them, um, as chickens do their job. And I was like, wow, that is your job, isn't it? To, um, to eat these bugs and rodents and snakes and Whatever, whatever you guys can get your hands on, you guys are eating them up, man. That's, I was like, man, that's very cool, man. I I couldn't do it. I I wouldn't be able to do it. So I'm glad you guys are able to do it. So, you know, those are like the advantages of having these animals on your, your ranch or your farm. Um, The cats are pretty, pretty good too. And, um, you know, where, where I had, where I'm living, the, the chickens, the goats, the sheep, the dogs, the cats, they kind of all acknowledge each other. And it's, it's pretty trippy, man. They just kind of look at each other like, oh, okay. But every now and then, we got to keep an eye on the sheep dogs because they'll chase after the chickens. So we try to make sure they're, they're fed and, you know, that they don't go doing that. And, um, you know, that's where I need to bring them some rawhide bones so they can all... Enjoy and they can, you know, snack on that, and they don't have to really try to eat each other's food. But the other thing about having these ranch animals and respecting them and, you know, just observing them and watching them is, you know, treating them right, man. You know, I I do my best to try to treat these animals. Uh, the best I can, even these little kittens, even though they're all hyper and they run away, but I still feed them chicken bones and stuff like that. So, um, and, and then like cows and horses, we don't really have any more, but, um, we let our uncle use the, the corral for when his cows come back during the winter time. And, you know, they, you know, we have water ready for them because they get dehydrated, So they, they they're also a pretty good, um, you know, asset to have around because they're out there and they're showing the, whoever's watching over the land from the government, you know, it, they're seeing, oh, well, look, there's cows that are there. They're actually eating up the, uh, the land, the vegetation on the land that it was originally set aside for and all that stuff, you know, all the legalities of everything. And anyways, So basically that's where I wanted to just bring that up and just say, you know, don't forget to treat your animals right, man. They, they will definitely in the long run, they will definitely help you out. And, um, you know, that's pretty much what I wanted to say about the land, um, and being self-sustaining your res life. You know, there's all these little components and stuff like that. I just wanted to talk about it because for the longest time I've, Wanted to bring it up, and now that I finally brought it up, I'm feeling a lot better, and we can go ahead and move on to some other subjects for episode eight. And other than that, you know, that's going to do it for this segment of the Claggettow Veteran Podcast, season four, episode seven. And with that being said, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and just cut right straight to the point and say. Thank you for listening, and thank you for supporting the the podcast by listening to it, and I greatly appreciate that. So, until uh, episode eight, all I can tell you is, Yee-ya, see ya.